everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. If there's anything that I've learned over the last few months, is that unfortunately motivation is just not there when we need it. It's not there for the hard times. It's not there for the times that we're doing something that we're fearful of. It just doesn't show up. In fact, sometimes it's kind of bogus in the way that motivation works. But what does work is building a habit, building confidence through consistent action. So instead of taking all of this effort and this time or even just waiting for the opportunity for there to be motivation for you to want to do something, instead start to put more focus on your habits and building habits that are actually going to stick. And one habit that you should actually build is definitely eating tacos and eating tacos often because they're delicious. And of course, on this show, you know, I'm always bringing you a new delicious recipe that is healthy and is going to keep you going in your journey. So the taco of the week that I'm bringing to the table is a split decision taco. I randomly thought of this out of the middle of nowhere where I was like breakfast, French toast, eggs and bacon. I'm in. (laughs) And I am totally one of those people where I can mix my food and not get freaked out. So if you are one of those people, I am so sorry. This might not be the taco for you. But in the instance you want to try that, I highly recommend checking out the show notes before you leave the episode today. So to jump into the topic of the week, we're going to talk all things about building habits that truly stick. And actually, discovering or really identifying a process that's going to work for us as it relates to building those habits that stick. So it's a twofold episode today. But first, I have to go back and tell you about what happened this past week because I promised I would keep you guys updated. I did, in fact, end up competing in the Ninja Warrior competition that I was super terrified about, and I had an amazing run. And I did well enough that I was able to qualify to go to national finals in Las Vegas that I will be heading out to in the end of July, which is now even more terrifying. But that experience taught me two things, okay? The first is that I had a horrible habit in telling myself negative self-talk, replaying sour soundtracks about my ability as a ninja warrior about what I was capable of doing, about how I was essentially comparing myself to these other athletes. I had a negative habit in doing that. And so by identifying that, now I'm taking active steps forward and being able to overcome that and building a better habit that's going to serve me in the long run, which again, I'm going to tell you more about that process that I discovered. The second thing is that I realized I also created an amazing habit of learning to love fear. That when fear came knocking on my door, instead of succumbing to the pressure or running the opposite direction, that I've just learned to love it and face it full on and go all in in courageous action, which has allowed for me to seek out so much growth this year, not just in Ninja Warrior, but in my life in general. So this experience allowed for me to see kind of both ends of the table. And the first thing that I'm going to start off with telling you are my steps that I took to create these habits or to start to take out those bad habits, okay, to eliminate the habits that just were no longer serving me. The first step is quite simple. 
And that is knowing why in the heck you have this as a habit in the first place. I mean, you have to look at the habit itself. You have to think, is this a habit that I created? Is this a habit that was created because of the environment that I'm in? Is it a habit that was passed down to me or someone told me that this is a habit that I needed to have to be successful, to be fulfilled? And even, is this habit realistic? Is it serving me? If you start to get really clear on why you have that habit in the first place, you start to sniff out, is this a habit that is even worth continuing to work on, to continue to pursue? So when I started to look at these two habits that I just expressed to you about what this experience brought over the weekend, is I realized that this habit of comparing myself is something that I had always done in all of my life, and it was something that wasn't serving me, nor was it realistic. So now I'm working to get rid of it or to replace it, better yet, with a better habit. That next step after I've been able to identify the habits that I want to keep around and the habits that I know my why behind is I started to, again, tap into this idea that motivation is never there when we need it. That in order to build a habit, to keep it going and keep it evolving over time, that I had to put myself in a peak state, change my physiology in order to keep taking action. Because again, if motivation isn't there when fear is knocking on our door or when things get tough, guess what? The chances of you actually taking a step forward are like slim to none. But if you changed your physiology, if you changed the way that you felt, if you basically put yourself in the same state that motivation felt like, guess what? You're probably going to take that action. So start to identify what puts you in peak state. Is it getting up for a random dance party? Is it having a conversation with someone that like really gets you going? Is it listening to something? Is it a mantra? Guys, there's hundreds of things that could put you into that peak state, but you got to get clear and figure out on what those are and how you want to feel, how you want to step into building that habit. Because here's the next thing that happens from this is as you start to take action on building that habit and you're in that peak state and you're now associating positive outcomes with positive feelings, now the next time that you go to do it, you don't need motivation because you know what it feels like to keep pushing even when the times get hard, that this habit is going to serve you and it's going to get you to that outcome, to that state that you want to feel every single time. The third step in being able to build a habit that's going to stick is you have to start to not only evaluate, but to control your environment. This plays out in so many ways, from the people you choose to surround yourself with, to the cultures that you're a part of, the teams you choose to be on. I mean, so many different things. In fact, one of my favorite things to tell my clients that I coach in health and wellness is to not keep the sugar in the freaking house. Why do you have candy and chips and junk food that you know is not good for you and that you know in those moments where you're like, oh, I don't want to cook. I just want to like be a hermit and lay around all day that naturally you're going to crave them. Now, I'm not saying starve yourself or restrict yourself in a way that doesn't empower you. I'm just saying be smart. If there's things in your house that are no longer serving you and that when you go into those states of like, I don't want to, then don't have them there. Don't give yourself that option. If you know that you are surrounding yourself with people that are making you feel like crap about yourself, that are holding you back for your dreams, 
then I'm sorry. It's time to cut those people or turn the volume down better yet on those people. You never have to cut them out of your life, but you got to start to turn down the volume on them. The amount of fluence that they have in your life. You are the only person that can control your environment. And I know that sounds crazy because sometimes you were born into situations and sometimes you're put into situations that you can't control. But what you can choose is how you react, your perspective, and what you choose to turn the volume up on and what you choose to turn it down on. This fourth step actually plays along the idea of never missing a Monday. And that's the idea of front-loading, front-loading your day, front-loading your week, front-loading your month, front-loading your year. And what do I mean by that? I mean, get the important stuff done first. (laughs) It's that simple. And I'll tell you, sometimes it feels really, really hard, but if you swallow the frog in the first part of your day, in the first part of your week, the first part of your month, everything from there gets that much more simple. If your hardest thing of the day is what you started off with, the rest of your day gets easier. So instead of missing the Monday and instead of waiting until the end of the month to hit your goals, put in the effort, do the actions that you need to take right away to get to where it is you want to be. And that's going to build an incredible habit. Incredible habits of doing the hard things even when you don't want to. Swallowing the frog in the first part of your day. Actually doing the business activities. Well, I say business activities because I'm thinking about it in that, that mindset. But doing the activities that move the lever forward. And this fifth step actually plays along in the same area of time. And that's to time block. To plan your day out ahead of time. I will tell you, routines are everything morning routines, midday routines, nightly routines, have all the routines, right? Find the structure where there's flexibility. But if you truly want to build your habit, stop breaking your own promises. Stop breaking your commitments to yourself. And the way that you can do that is by making a commitment of, I am going to practice putting an effort to build this habit at this time. And you can kind of use that idea of front-loading along with this to pair it to make magic. I'm going to block out the first hour of my day to do my me time before the world gets up and before everyone else tries to control what it is that I should be doing before everyone starts to call on me. Start to plan that stuff out ahead of time so that way you run your day rather than allowing for your day to run you. This final step is one that you've heard about so often, and that is the power of reflecting and celebrating. You cannot go up in this journey unless you reflect, unless you're incredibly aware of where you've come from and where you're going. Reflection is one of the best tools that you can have. And when you reflect, not just reflecting in ways that like make you feel guilty of, oh shoot, I could have done this better but in ways where you start to celebrate how your vision is coming to life, how life is happening for you, how all of this effort that you're putting into building these incredible habits, how they're coming to fruition, even if you're not at the peak, even if you're making your way there. Because again, the joy isn't at the peak. It's in the journey up to the peak. So there you have it, my friends. Those are my six steps to build habits that will actually stick. First, knowing why you have the habit in the first place and if it will serve you. Two, 
putting yourself into peak state anytime that you go to put effort into building that habit because we know that motivation is just not there when we need it. Three, controlling your environment. Don't keep the sugar in the house. You control your environment. The environment should not control you. Fourth, front load your day. Front load your week. Front load your month. Use the tactic of front loading to start to swallow the frog at first and to actually start seeing the results on all the effort that you're putting into your habits. Fifth, time blocking. Be smart. Don't let the day run you. Run the day because you planned ahead of time. And last, reflect and celebrate because that is where the magic in this journey happens. But now I want to start to shift gears and give you guys a little bit of an extra value added and a treat to end this episode with the top 10 habits that I believe everyone should have to live a courageous, unstoppable, joy-filled life. Habit number one, live by the 95-5 rule. I think so often we hear about the 80-20 rule of living in moderation. I'm all about living in moderation. But one thing that I've started to discover is when you start to live too much in moderation, you start to break that promise to yourself. And breaking a promise to yourself is like slitting the throat open. It is incredibly painful. And you start to feel guilt. And from there, it turns into this vicious cycle. So if you truly want to see results on the things that you're putting a lot of effort into, do 95% going all in and 5% on moderation. Habit number two, planning on a Sunday. (laughs) Again, this goes back to the steps that we just talked about. There is nothing worse than waking up on Monday morning and not knowing where you need to be, what you are going to accomplish, or how you're going to get anything done. So stop living your life that way. It takes five to 10 minutes to understand what are the most important meetings, what is it that I'm out to do in my personal life and my professional life, and when are going to be the times that I actually block out to move the rock forward. Habit number three, celebrating your wins. I just talked about this. The importance in celebrating your wins is truly the differentiator between making it through the tough times and quitting. (laughs) Habit number four, is take time to connect. Take time every single week to either meet someone new, to reconnect with an old friend, to connect with the people that you intentionally want to build relationships with. This life is all about connection and relationships, so don't deprive yourself of doing that by getting lost in the work, 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 go, go, go mentality. Habit number five, please drink water. (laughs) Water is what our bodies are mostly made up of. And if you've ever gotten the midday slump, the case of the yawnies, even just like that rocking headache where you're like, I can't think straight, it's probably because you're not drinking enough water. So if you actually want to continue to put effort in building habits like having the energy to work out or having the energy to like do the things that you want to do after work, you probably should drink more water. And keeping it within the wellness space, the next habit that you absolutely need to have is getting enough sleep. I think we all can agree that sleep is amazing, but when you don't have it, you are depriving yourself of your joy, of your energy, of your ability to crush your goals. And even too, you guys, for those of you that are out there that are losing weight and want to know like how I was able to lose 75 pounds and keep it off... It's because I spend my time wisely (laughs) and I get enough sleep. I get the sleep that I need for my body. So if you find that you're doing all the things between the nutrition and the mindset and the fitness, 
It's probably due to things like sleep. So go get some more sleep. And after you've had an incredible night of sleep, then wake up to do habit number seven, which is to have a morning process in place. Your morning process and what happens in the first hour of your day is going to completely shift and determine how you spend the rest of your day. So start it off with something positive by priming it with thoughts and soundtracks that you want to tell yourself today and by allowing for you to gain that energy and that excitement for the opportunities to come. And as you start to progress throughout your day and things start to get a little bit busier, habit number eight would be to focus on being present, but being present on a single task at a time. This whole idea of multitasking is also kind of bogus because we can't split our energies and expect to give the best effort in each and every single one of those things. So while I love the idea of multitasking and being able to do multiple things at once, if you actually want to see your habit work well for you and see the results that you deserve to have, try focusing on just being present in one of those tasks at a time and even watch your stress levels start to lower because of that. The ninth habit that I absolutely love and have started operating by is what's called the two-day rule. And that two-day rule is not allowing for there to be two consecutive days where you don't work on your habit or where you don't take the action that you need to take in order to get you closer to that goal and to build that habit long-term. Now, ideally, it would be great if we didn't have an off day, if we were able to stay on track. And if that's the case, I probably wouldn't be podcasting right now. I probably wouldn't have a story. But because of the off days and because of the days that were tough that made me realize how important it is to continue to uphold my commitment, I don't allow for myself to miss more than one day in a row. So if I miss a day, either because I'm listening to my body, I need the rest, whatever the case is, you best believe the next day that I'm coming back and that I'm not taking another day because then what happens is that two days turns into three days, three days turns into four, and before you know it, months and years later, you're stuck in the same circumstance. And this 10th and final habit that I'll leave you with is to do one thing a day that scares you. Had I not started to do that in my life, I never would have left that toxic relationship. I never would have taken on this journey of losing this weight and not knowing where to start or how to begin or just how to start seeing results. I would have never taken this passion for helping others overcome what I had overcame in my health journey and leaving my full-time job to start a business in health and wellness coaching. And I probably wouldn't have made it through my first full year of being a business owner. And I definitely wouldn't have competed this weekend. And when I compete in finals at the end of July, I'm going to thank myself for these moments. These small moments where I acted because it was in line with what I wanted. That even though fear was right there next to me, that I made it my superpower and my fuel rather than the reason that I stood down. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. If there's anything that you took away, I hope it was the idea that motivation is just truly never there when we need it. So instead of spending all of your time focusing on the top hacks of how to stay motivated, take these six steps of how to build unstoppable habits that are going to stick and even take some of these habits that I gave to you today and apply them to your life to let them actually bring you to where it is that you want to be. Go build the habit of eating all the tacos and taking courageous action in your life. I promise it will be worth it. See you next time.